0: On Saturday, a 7.2 magnitude earthquake hit the southern region of Haiti, with the latest numbers indicating that almost 2,000 lives have been lost. The earthquake caused widespread destruction of homes and buildings in the area. Also this week, tropical depression grace made landfall, causing further damage, flooding, and hardship for those with no shelter after the earthquake. I got an update from Matthew Van Geest. He's the program manager with the Canadian Food Grains Bank.
1: So the thing happened on Saturday morning just about five days ago. It's still early days. Um, lots of organizations trying to get in a, in a, a good assessment of the situation. Um, it's pretty dispersed in terms of these facts. It's uh, mostly rural areas, um, some small towns all in the southern region of Haiti. But we do know that um, over 2,000 people have been have died, have been declared dead already, um, and lots of homes schools, churches, hospitals, etc. medical centers have been affected by the earthquake. Our role will be to, yeah, coordinate with our 15-member organizations here in Canada who are actively um, finding ways to to get involved now, like I said, doing assessments with their local partners. Um, Many of our members will be doing immediate responses, uh, you know, with shelter, water, um, medical support, and then Grant's Bank will come in um, a little later on in terms of uh, food response term mid and longer term
0: I understand you uh, spent some time in, in Haiti and still have um, some friends there.
1: Yeah, my wife and I moved to Haiti in 2004, and we were there for around eight or nine years, including, including during the 2010 earthquake. People have probably remember that, uh, very significant earthquake. Um, in fact, much more serious than, than one in terms of loss of life, uh, not to downplay a different place. But yeah, we've lived in Haiti for eight or nine years, have lots of um, friends, and uh, family. So, Saturday morning, I was spending a lot of time trying to reach out to people just to get a sense of um, how everyone was, um, how their families were. Um, Our daughter is adopted from Haiti. We adopted her when she was an infant while we were living there. She's now 15. Um, Her birth family is from that region, so we've been trying to get information on on them. Unfortunately, haven't had had news yet. We have some people trying to reach out um, on our behalf. But, yeah, so it's, it's very personal for us,
0: That was Matthew Van Geest, Program Manager with the Canadian Food Grains Bank, giving us an update on the situation in Haiti. The organization is looking for donations to help with the situation. (music) Continuing on today's program, Glenda Lee-Allen Vosser talks about managing pasture stress with Kelly Cochran, a range management extension specialist with Saskatchewan's Ministry of Agriculture.
2: Pasture stress can be caused by a number of factors, but a significant factor this year we're seeing is the dry conditions, the drought conditions throughout much of the province. The limited moisture is reducing forage yields available for, for much of the livestock, um, but with uh, proper pasture management can help uh, offset some of the effects of drought. It's not a magic bullet, but it can aid in pasture or haylands recovery when moisture conditions are more favorable. Uh, one way to help manage a pasture is to monitor growing conditions in each field uh, throughout the year Um, with forage resources uh, for livestock becoming limited in some areas there may be a need to increase grazing pressure however it is important to try to maintain a grazing forage height of four inches to six inches this will help limit the stress the plant endures and studies have shown that plants will recover more quickly the following year um, leaving the 4 to 6 inches of forage height uh, will also help preserve last year's dead plant material, also known as litter. Um, this litter is important to help uh, regulate soil moisture by capturing and holding snow melt and rain. It also helps reduce soil temperature. Removing or grazing too much litter has been shown to enhance drought conditions. So if grazing intensity is not managed... The forages can become thin or bare soil can occur and this can lead to delayed forage recovery the following year and increase the potential for weed encroachment under favorable moisture conditions. Um, Increased weed density can reduce available forage either through livestock avoidance or reduction in grasses.
1: So what type of weeds could we see increasing?
2: The weeds that may increase will depend on your area A noxious perennial weed like Canada thistle or undesirable forages such as pasture sage could increase. Under heavier grazing pressure, pasture sage can increase in a field and compete for soil nutrient and moisture with the grasses. Um, Also, be aware of noxious biennial weeds such as common burdock. Uh, The first year growth uh, will just be vegetative, so there'll be no seed production, but the next year you'll see the flowers and the seeds will develop, which could increase their spread.
1: So what can be done to control these weeds?
2: As I mentioned, monitor the growing conditions in your field. Try to limit heavy grazing pressure to give the grasses a better chance to compete with weeds when moisture conditions return. Herbicides can also be used but refer to the Saskatchewan Guide to Crop Protection for registered products for the specific weeds you have. Remember herbicides work best on actively growing plants. Dry conditions can stress the targeted plants and the herbicides may not be as effective.
1: Final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers today?
2: Just like to say the Ministry of Agriculture is working hard to support producers in these trying times. We have 10 regional offices throughout the province able to provide information on things such as alternative feed strategies, crop and pasture management, and assist with interpreting water and feed testing results. You can call our local regional offices, or try the Ag Knowledge Centre at 1-866-457-2377. And remember, if you need additional support, the Farm Stress Line is available at 1-800-667-4442. 42
1: i have been talking with Kelly Cochran. Kelly is a Range Management Extension Specialist for Golden West, I'm Glendalee allen Bossler.
0: Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee allen Bossler, I'm Corey Knut. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.